Hello, my name is Melanie Clark, and this is the podcast where I give my shiny two cents about life, love, and all of the above. You are now tuned in to Vodka Melonade. Let me pour you a glass. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Vodka Melonade. I am coming to you live from my freshly clean apartment, my two freshly lit Bath and Body Works candles, and the sun shining after a few days of really heavy rain that LA experienced. Um, Luckily, my power didn't go out. I was fully expecting it to. I was having some like power outage issues in my area a couple of weeks ago, so I just knew that this rain was gonna like re-trigger whatever was going on last time but luckily the light stayed on in my area I think over where my mom was they weren't so lucky they were out for a period of time but they got back up and running so I know what they say with LA when we get a lot of rain oh we need this oh we are in a drought it's like I guess but damn <laughs> hail snow like you know let's Let's, you know, <laughs> let's be for real. <laughs> Man, all this week I've been dealing with some BS regarding my car. Um, sometime last week, the I was driving and this notification popped up on my dash saying, check your rear left light. Something's going on with it. And the blinker was acting really funny on the left hand side. So I got home. And I realized that the left light was indeed out and my left rear blinker wasn't working properly. So I'm like, crap. So my first thought was, okay, it's probably just the bulb, right? Let me take it over to Pet Boys and see if they can just, you know, fix the bulb really, really quickly. So this process of what I'm about to explain (laughs) of this BS happened over the last three day weekend, the president's day weekend. Right. So I, um, took it in or I scheduled to take it to pet boys on Saturday. Right. And I was thinking, okay, let me just make an appointment. I can go down there real quick. I had plans with my family later that evening. So I was trying to make sure that I like got it taken care of early in the day, but they kept pushing back my appointment. Right. So it was really, really annoying. I'm like, okay, you know, this is, this is ridiculous. Like you guys are kind of encroaching on my time. What's the point of having an appointment if you're not going to see people at their appointment time? So I scrapped it for that day because I was like, I don't want to have to like leave my car or deal with them and then try to rush and make it to dinner with my family. Like I just said, forget it. So I made another appointment for the next day on Sunday when I didn't have, you know, too much going on. So I'm like, all right, take it to Pep Boys. They look at it and they tell me it's more than a bulb issue and it is, uh, you know, something is wrong with the actual socket that you put your, the light bulb into. Something was warped, melted, I don't know. But with Volkswagen, parts for that, a lot of auto body places, like the chain places, they don't carry a lot of those German parts around. Even the dealership, it takes a while for them to get certain parts for those Volkswagens. So they didn't have it. 
they recommended that I go to the dealership, which is what I was trying to avoid in the first place because I feel like it's just a whole bigger thing. And to be honest, it had been quite some time if at all, that I've been back for like a proper maintenance inspection of my car. So I was just like cringing at the thought of like, what are they going to find? Because I got this car at the end of 2019 and then COVID happened. And during the height of COVID, like the first year and a half, two years, like I was not even thinking about, oh, let me go take my car in. For the first year, really, I wasn't even really driving it. I was working from home. So it was the last thing on my mind. So every time they sent me notifications, I would just kind of like delete it because I'm like, I'm not coming in. It's COVID. So and their business was disrupted, you know, anyway. So anyway, um, that that's why I was a little like, like, ugh, I don't want to go down there. They're going to tell me this is wrong. That's wrong. This is wrong. All I need is my tail light. I'm like, great. So, of course, they tell me this on a Sunday and the service department at Volkswagen was not open on Sunday. So I had to wait until Monday. So I'm annoyed because this is like the off day for the holiday. I didn't want to be dealing with this the day before I go back to work because I knew it was just going to be a whole thing, which it was. So I went. Well, first Sunday, I made an appointment for Monday. Um, the earliest they had was like 1030. Um, but Blue was saying, regardless of your appointment, just go show up as early as you can um, and just get there and see if they'll just see your car, you know, when you when you pull up. And I said, OK, I guess that makes sense because they do take walk ups or drive ups or whatever. Um, so I'll just I'll just try to do that. But the idea of trying to get there you know, between seven and seven thirty was like already making me want to cry. But somehow, some way, I got up on Monday and I got there literally seven thirty on the dot and I pulled up and I was able to, you know, talk to someone and, you know, my appointment really was moot at that point. So they're looking over my car and I'm telling them, you know, what's going on, what I need done. And there's a lot of cars in front of me. So I kind of just have to wait in like the waiting area so they could do their diagnostic stuff. So, of course, they come to me and they're telling me, OK, yeah, we see your taillight issue. Um, but also something's wrong with your shock. Something's leaking. You know, you need your annual inspection. You need this. You need that. And he's like throwing all these numbers at me. And it was like I was about to have to come out of pocket for like eight hundred dollars or something. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa buddy buddy like slow down I just need my blinker to work right now (laughs) I'm like I'm not I'm not doing all that today that's ridiculous Uh, no I'm not so um he did say you know after a certain point like okay well let me you know we'll do the light we did see something wrong with like your shock suspension stuff but um they checked with the warranty people and it was covered so that that was fine but at that point they had to give me a lift to go back home and then uh once they contact and get everything in order with the warranty people then they had to call the rental company to get me set up there then they sent me another lift brought me back to the dealership um where the rental place is nearby and they got me into a car for a couple of days um, and they told me my car will be ready for pickup on Wednesday. So I'm like, okay, fine. So I'm in this little rinky. I mean, it's not rinky. It was new. It was like a 2022, uh, what was it? A Chevy Malibu. 
it was okay. I mean, I was just annoyed that I had to deal with this anyway. Um, but, you know, thankful, I guess, I didn't really have to pay for this rental. So they, they did take care of that, which was nice. So on Wednesday, I take off work a little early to go get my car because they said it was ready. I drop off the rental car. I walk over to the dealership. I get my keys. I'm checking my car out. It's fine. By the time I get home, and I'm only a few miles away from the dealership, by the time I get home, the light is out again. This is, when did I notice this? On Wednesday. So I'm like, are you kidding me? So of course, at that time of night, the service center over there is closed. I call them up, um, leave them a message. I'm so pissed off. I'm like, okay, I waited there for three hours on Monday while you guys sorted this out. You tried to charge me an arm and a leg. Then you check with warranty and suddenly stuff is covered. And I had to do the rental car. I had to take time off work and drop it off, blah, blah, blah. And the shit still isn't working. And then now at this one, I'm worried that I'm gonna get pulled over and get a ticket. I told them if I get a ticket you're paying for that shit and that's just what it's gonna be so I was just really upset I was more upset because I knew this is I'm gonna have to take more time now to go and get this taken care of and that's what I didn't want to do especially with the upcoming storm so we're getting into the end of the week the rain is you know it's already hailing and stuff by Thursday Friday so I'm just like oh my god so and then it's annoying because uh, after you know, I picked up my car. I'm getting all these automated texts and emails from Volkswagen. Like, how do we do radar service? Can you take this survey? Let us know how so and so. Like, you don't want me to do that, you know. So I'm being inundated with all this stuff. Plus, I'm calling and nobody's getting back to me to explain why my light still isn't working. And then I get another automated text from the guy and he's like, hey, you know, is everything okay? And I say, no. And he's like, oh, what's going on? I'm like, I left you messages and spoke to two secretary people who said they were gonna reach out to you. What do you mean, what do I mean, what's going on with my car? Like, you should know. So he's like, well, when, when can you bring it in? And I'm racking my brain like, oh my God, am I gonna have to spend another weekend dealing with this? And it's in the rain too. So Friday, you know, I just took a me day. Um, I was thinking about taking it in on Friday, but I, I'm the type of person where if there's time off, if there's a weekend, I need at least one of those days, a majority of that day, if not the whole day to just be to myself, not do anything, not talk to anybody. I just need to just recoup, relax that whole previous weekend. I feel like it was tied up in dealing with this car and, you know, doing my podcast and cleaning up and taking care of the cats and you know i went out with my family which you know i enjoy that but that's not me time so i felt like my, i was robbed of my weekend so the idea of having to take this next weekend too to deal with this when it should have been fixed i'm living so you know i <laughs> i was planning to take it saturday um but with the rain and everything, I just, I, I made an emotional decision. I was just like, F this, I'm not going to spend my weekend dealing with this again. You know, I was like, I'll just figure it out next week. I'll drop it off before work or something. I, I don't know, but I'm not going to spend my personal time doing this. They should have fixed this shit on Wednesday. So that's where I'm at now. I made an early appointment for next week on Wednesday but what I'm thinking I may do is just take it tomorrow early 
um, to see what they can do and they'll just have to get me a lift to work and that's just what it's, it's going to have to be and I'll coordinate it after that but I'm not I'm not spending my weekend in the rain <laughs> dealing with this so that's where I'm at on that so it was very very frustrating I'm not a car person you know they could just be making up terms for the car and tell me it's loose and I I wouldn't know if they're telling the truth or not so <laughs> I just you know car stuff is not something I want to have to think about or deal with but you know it seemed to be a simple light thing and what was also irritating was that remember pet boys told me that it was more than a bulb when I dropped the car off they told me um well we're not really sure what pet boys is talking about we see you know the bulb you know it's gonna be fine we'll just do the bulb I'm like okay cool when I came back that Wednesday to pick it up the same guy was like hey you know we kind of see what pet boys was talking about but we were able to get the bulb in there and it's lighting up it's just fine so what they were talking about that's not going to be an issue for for a long time I'm like okay fine you know you're the VW experts what do I know and sure enough it wasn't fixed so I'm extra pissed because I feel like they had an opportunity to really fix the root of the issue and for some reason they were just like well let's just you know force the bulb in there anyway and just you know make it work there's probably bubble gum and popsicle sticks in there so uh, I I'm really trying not to let it stress me out and they were doing so well with the customer service too. It was like the rental and the lift and, you know, the, the, the communication. It seemed like it was A1, but they really, really dropped the ball. And uh, it, was, it was just a hot ass mess. <laughs> However, <laughs> in the midst of all this, something interesting did happen um, in regards to one of my lift rides. I had to get a lift back to the um, dealership to get my rental car and <laughs> first of all this guy picks me up and is in this super super duper nice Audi and I'm like wow this is really really nice I mean of course you can pick the the lift lux which I always do because I just like to be comfy and have more room um, and be like in an SUV but it was a really really nice Audi I hadn't seen this one before so I get in the car and like we didn't even take off really yet we're still like kind of at the light and he just introduces himself and he's like um what did he say he was like no, no, no. First he said, oh, I, I said, oh, this is a really nice car. And he was like, oh, thank you. He was like, um, nice car, nice passenger. I was like, oh, thank you, you know. And then he just says, hey, you know, I'm an astrologer and a numerologist. And I was like, really? I was like, that's really cool. I was like, I'm into that. He was like, you are? I was like, yeah. So he was asking me, you know, when my birthday was. Um, and he was like, okay, you're Aqua, Miss Aqua. I was like, yep, that's me. Um, and he was just giving me like information based on my birth date and my sign. And I mean, I'm just eating this up. Like this is really up my street. So I'm like, okay. So he gives me my lucky numbers. And he was like, if you're in Vegas or you play the lottery or something, these are the numbers you need to be playing. 
And so I wrote them down and he was just saying, you know, you're the type of person who's very smart. Um, your, you know, your power number is this. This means that, you know, the universe has your back. If you ever, you know, veer off path in life, the universe like almost it's like they pick you up and put you back on the right path. So it's like they're just guiding you. So whatever path you're on, whatever you're going through, whatever's happening in your life, that's what's meant to be because they're literally like, you know, guiding your direction. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting. And um, he was telling me, he was giving me some like tips on manifestation. He was asking me like what my dreams are, what my goals are. And he was giving me tips on how to do that. He was telling me like what crystals I could get to kind of supercharge that manifestation. He was giving me some mantras, um, you know, to kind of say, to kind of speed up the process. And yeah, it was just really, really interesting. And then of course I gave him blues information too. And it was, it was so funny because he was like, he was like, okay, okay. He was like, he's a Leo, right? I was like, yeah. So he gave me his lucky numbers and his like path, his power number. And he was saying, um, yeah, he, he was like, I get the sense that he's a really good, a good hearted guy. And in my mind, I'm thinking, and that's pretty vague, you know, you know, if I'm with him, then you can kind of, it's a safe bet that he's a good hearted guy. Right. But then he goes, yeah, you know, he'll kind of go with the flow to make you happy. And he was like, for instance, you may say, hey, let's go to a sushi restaurant. And he hates sushi, but he's going to go because you want to go to the sushi restaurant. But he's not going to enjoy it, but he's going to go because you want to go and it makes you happy. And that specific example (laughs) is literally what has happened. Like, uh, he's not a big fan of sushi. I love Korean barbecue, too. Um, and he's really not a fan of that, but he will go if I want us to go, (laughs) um, because he's just happy to be there with me. And I was like, that's such a funny thing. Like he literally thinks sushi is like a waste. Like you're just hungry an hour after. So I I was like, wow. I was like, okay. So, um, he was just saying, tell me a little bit about our compatibility. And it was just, it was just a really, really interesting ride. Um, And I can imagine that he may try to have these conversations with some passengers who are just like not into this at all. And they're like, um, no, but maybe he just kind of gets a sense of people who are into it because, and you could tell he really was because he had like these like, um, like stone or crystal kind of bracelets on and little things that were hanging like this, this white guy, it sounded like he was from somewhere in Europe, <laughs> but he wasn't trying to sell me anything. And, you know, I know blue could be a little bit skeptical, but he was like, well, if you had gone to see this guy, I'd be a little like on the fence. But the fact that you just happened upon his lift or happened to be in his lift and he gave you this information like unprovoked, like that makes it really, really interesting. But the lucky numbers that he gave me, I actually played, I think I p- played not the Powerball, I played the fantasy something or whatever and I didn't win money but I want a free play and I hit like two or three of the numbers so I mean I just think that's interesting so I feel like I'm gonna keep playing those numbers and just see what happens but the fact that I want anything right after him giving me those it's pretty spectacular I think and then also I gave blue his lucky numbers that the guy provided me and I think three of them are significant 
um, to him in the way of basketball. So it's like a jersey that he's worn or a position that he's played or, um, you know, like a player specific number. And he was just like, wow, like mind blown. So the numbers were pretty, like, were numbers that he sees and uses day, like in his daily life anyway. So it was just really interesting. I mean, I hate to think that I had to go through all that with my car just to get this information delivered to me. But, you know, you got to put stuff into perspective. If I hit the lotto or something or if I go and, you know, play the tables in Vegas and I hit it big, then, yeah, I guess my taillight being out would have been well worth it. Right. Right. <laughs> Okay, so the meat of what I wanted to talk about this week uh, involves Michael B. Jordan. You know, I feel like he's like Hollywood's sweetheart, right? Um, and something that happened with him over the weekend. Now, he obviously has the movie coming out, Creed 3, is his directorial debut. Um, and it's like a really big deal. And I don't, I'm going to see it. But I'm seeing it because of Jonathan Majors. <laughs> and um, I haven't seen Creed 1 or Creed 2. So I hope I don't need to see those to follow along. But I doubt I'll be like listening to anything anyway, to be honest. <laughs> it's very visual. It's a visual uh, movie, in my opinion. But it's coming out next week. So obviously, Michael B. Jordan is in the press. And he is doing, you know, a lot of interviews. He's on a lot of carpets for the premiere and yeah you just he's just everywhere right now so over the weekend he I, I don't know if it was like the premiere or just a premiere I'm, I'm not really sure how this works but he was on the carpet and he comes upon uh, this woman named L'Oreal she is um, she's like a co-host of a couple of podcasts and she is um, I guess a host of something called the morning hustle show it's not something that I listen to I think I've heard about it um and like maybe heard some viral clips like her voice she has a very distinctive voice um but I don't think I know her just walking down the street you know sorry to this woman <laughs> if I saw her I wouldn't know a thing but um, um um she's verified on Instagram she has a lot of followers like you know she's 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 she's, she's doing her thing right <laughs> that's all I can say so he comes up to her and they start talking and um, you know, she's like congratulating him on his success and the movie and blah, blah, blah. And then she tries to like get in real familiar and make sure like her listeners and viewers know that she, she and him go way back. So she's like, yeah, you know, you and I go way back to insert name of whatever high school they went to back um, where they're from in Newark. So I guess they went to the same school. So she tries to throw that in there and it backfires on her tremendously because he was like, yeah, yeah, the corny kid, right? I'm the corny kid, right? And she's like, she starts laughing, you know, people get kind of embarrassed. They kind of laugh to kind of cover it up. So she's laughing. She's like, no, no, no. She's like, I never said that. I never said that. You missed, you misheard, you misheard. And he was like, no, no. Like you could tell he was like, no, he was like, I heard you like, but you know, it's all good. It's all good. His body language and his tone and his face though, he is not really laughing. He's smirking, but in a this bitch kind of way. His arms are folded across his chest. He just looks like he wants to get out of there, but he's trying to be polite, you know, and he just called her out. 
And she's like kind of gaslighting him like, no, you miss her. That wasn't me, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he kind of like, he kind of like drops it for a second. Like, I know what you said, but okay, girl, like if you want to like deny it, fine. So then she tries to like recover and start asking him questions about, you know, directing. And she starts kind of fumbling her questions a little bit. Like the way she asked her first question after that was just so weird. She's like, so, you know, what was it like, you know, directing your cast versus, you know, being, no, what did she say? She said it's so weird. She was like, what was it like directing the cast? Um, you know, other than being directed versus like, she just kind of jumbled her words up. So she looked really rattled about it. Mind you, he's not really making eye contact with her. He's kind of looking off like he wishes he was somewhere else. I'm not a body language expert, but it's very clear, like arms crossed, not making eye contact, kind of looking down, looking around, like wishing you were anywhere but there. So, um, you know, they kind of, he asked, she asked him a few more questions and, you know, he's really good at, I'm pretty sure he has very good media training. So he's not going to like snub her, be super duper rude, but he really wasn't that engaged, um, after he kind of called her out (laughs) and, and then at the end, you know, she's like, well, you know, you're a superstar, blah, blah, blah. She was like, and you're not corny now as he's walking away. And he, the look he gives her, like, oh my God, like, I don't, (laughs) I don't think I've seen this much, like, personality come from him before. Like, he seems very cookie cutter. He seems very, like, he's had great media training, very pleasant, very smiley, very warm. I've never seen him seem very cool to someone like this on camera before. And it makes me like him even more because he's not my favorite like I had a phase I had a Michael B. Jordan phase I you know he's very handsome when he was like younger and you know kind of just getting started like somewhere between like after the wire and then um him being in like the first creed somewhere between there you know my love for him kind of fell off nothing happened I just you know stop being blinded by like him being super attractive and really looking at him as an actor and he's just like not my favorite I feel like he's a little one note I really want him to transform and really I don't know just perform in a way I feel like I haven't seen him before and I know people would argue that uh him portraying Killmonger in uh, Black Panther was a stretch was him transforming because you know he was playing a a villain you know we were supposed to dislike him and but to me it was like he was still Michael B. Jordan and it, it wasn't it didn't hit like I think people some people believe it did um but that's just me I'm a tough critic sometimes but I think you know it's just Hollywood we're just kind of starved for young up-and-coming black artists and I think we're just clinging to the ones that we have for dear life and we just kind of circle the same ones because you know a lot of the legends they're you know they're not working as much 
um, or they're working in different kinds of projects and the other ones, it's like, I just feel like we just, we're just seeing the same people in a circle and Michael B. Jordan is at the top of that list. And I feel it's because, you know, like I said, he's not a terrible actor. I just think I haven't seen anything different from him really, um, you know, since he was on the wire and, um, but I think he's probably a really good guy and easy to work with. Um, I think he's really sweet and smart and, you know, has a good team around him. And I think that can take you further than your talent can in the business. So I feel like it's like half he's like, okay, talented enough. Plus, I think all the other stuff, all the other positives are like working for him. But, you know, that's just my humble opinion. I'm not an expert. Um, you know, he obviously isn't going anywhere, but I just find it so interesting that this interaction happened because I just, I've never seen him be so cold to someone. So that's how I know she really must've rubbed him the wrong way. Now, the corny comment in question, it's, it seems to be, um, revolving this conversation that this L'Oreal woman had, uh, on her show with her co-host, like I think her name is Dominique. They, I don't know how it came up with Michael B. Jordan, but he was a topic of discussion. And the other woman actually um, used the word corny. And she was saying that corny men, those cookie cutter men, they make the best partners. Those are the ones that are going to treat you right. Which, you know, I've heard that before. You know, you want the corny guy. They make the best dads. They make the best partners. They're going to treat you well. You know, you don't want guys who take themselves too seriously, too cool for school, bad boys. Like, I think growing and maturing is knowing that, you know, corny isn't a bad thing. Now, you don't want like a Poindexter or an Urkel or anything like that. But you just want someone who isn't so worried about their their image and, you know, their swag and the attention and the peacocking and all that. Like, you know, you want someone who's a little more under the radar. I think that's what that means. So... I agree with the woman there, but they were using Michael B. Jordan as an example. So the other woman said the word corny, okay? And, but L'Oreal chimes in after and doesn't, you know, she doesn't disagree. But what she does is she doubles down on it. And she goes into a, a story about how things were when she went to school with him. So again, she's trying to, it appears to me, get a little bit of clout for having gone to high school with Michael B. Jordan because she brought it up on the show. And then again, she tried to bring it up on the red carpet and it backfired. <laughs> so she brought it up on the show and she was like, yeah, you know, we used to go to school together. And I remember you know, we used to tease him because his name was Michael, Michael Jordan. And it was like, and Michael Jordan, he was not, you know, so it was, you know, we used to tease him and give him a hard time about that. And then she said that he used to bring his headshots to school and they would tease him about that as well. I guess tease him about his, you know, acting aspirations. And she was like, yeah, we're from Newark. Like we're in the hood. Like, what do you bring in your headshots for? Ha ha ha. Like this corny, you know, nerd kid thinks he's about to like be this big shot actor. So it sounds like she was <laughs> a bully to him. So whether she said the word corny in that moment or not, 
you know, it didn't seem to me like he was harping on that podcast. It seemed to me like he was, since she brought up that they went to school together, he was reminding her and bringing her back down to earth. Like, bitch, you used to tease me when I was in school. You're talking about my work and how successful I am. You're here interviewing me. This is my project. I directed this. I acted in this. And you're trying to get clout saying we went to school together. Let's tell everybody how you treated me when we were in school. So I think he was referring just in general and right now she's going on this I don't know I guess she's trying to clean it up a little bit so she's posting clips from that podcast trying to prove that she didn't herself say the word corny but if she's only playing the short clip of the other woman saying that word but she's not really playing the rest of it which I had to dig for where (laughs) you know she's like I said she doubled down on it she may have not used that exact word, but she definitely teased him, obviously. And it's just funny because you never know. It's like she was hating on this young man who had these big dreams and he he they've come to fruition. And now she kind of has to eat her words. And it's like, you're not about to sit here and be like, oh, we went to school together, blah, blah, blah. Nah, you know, he seems like the type who it's like he's not harping on it, but he's not going to forget it either. He's an Aquarius. Like, come on. (laughs) He's not going to forget that, especially when you're trying to smile in his face and, you know, do all this other stuff. But she's corny. Because on her Instagram, she posted a picture of herself, you know, in front of the Creed 3 poster on the carpet. And she um, she says, yeah, y'all go see Creed 3, though, directed by my old uh, quote unquote pal. And it's like and then she plugs her morning show kind of like implying like you know listen in because we're going to be talking about this and she's just kind of making light of it and you know the comments are a little split people are like oh he's 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 being dramatic he's corny for bringing it up blah 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 and some people are calling her out for being a little immature about it and you know (laughs) just kind of making fun of it and it's like just take accountability you know it's like and then at the end of the of the interview to be like well you're not corny anymore haha it's like that's I don't know I just think it's unprofessional I feel like people like that like you're not gonna see her on e-news or you know ABC or anything really and you know important (laughs) you're she's just gonna be on that urban internet circuit because of how she behaves I feel like it was just not respectful I feel like she didn't take accountability for it I feel like you know now she's just kind of turning it into this clout circus where she's going to post about it and make a joke about it and I guarantee you when her show comes out it's going to be a whole thing and you know people are going to want to know more about what happened when they're in high school so I don't know it's just it's just gonna be an interesting week I think as far as this is concerned because the interaction was just so stone cold to me like I've never seen him not be chipper happy smiley like I've never not seen those dimples pop out when he's talking to like reporters and and whatever he was just really just like man how fast can I get away from this woman like he is just not messing with her at all And I'm like, wow, I don't know why that makes me like him more, but I think it kind of, I don't know, it just shows a more real side of him, you know, and I, and I like the fact that he's, you know, some people take the, 
the Michelle Obama thing where they go low, you go high. But I kind of like when people stick it to people when they get the opportunity. It's like if I blow up and get famous or whatever and someone that did me dirty in high school was like in my vicinity I'm sorry I'm gonna be a little petty about it (laughs) and I don't care like if I have the opportunity I'm not gonna go out of my way but if the opportunity so places itself in my lap yeah I'm gonna be a little petty so um the fact that he did and it wasn't even in a rude or any kind of a way he was really classy and 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 respectful about it but I mean, he definitely like ruffled her feathers and I just love to see it because she that's wrong. You know, bullying is wrong. And it's so funny because one of the podcasts that she's on is called Bully and the Beast and she ate the beast. So (laughs) what does that tell you? I I don't know. I'm just looking forward to seeing what comes of this. Um, You know, I think he just has this good boy image and like I said I don't disagree with what they were talking about in the moment about maybe corny isn't a good word or just corny has this bad um rap with it you know guys don't want to be seen as corny but I just I do get what she means it's like the good guys it's like they always say good guys finish last but I think as women mature you realize the good guys are the ones that you want those are the ones that you can build a life with and he does give that vibe off so I don't I don't hear a lot of drama about him in the media you know it's not a lot of scandals um you know you don't see him being a jerk to people you don't hear any rumors that he's hard to work with um you know, he just seems like a a good guy, which is a good thing, you know, but I mean, I think the only thing I ever heard about him was kind of the rumor mill buzzing about how he only dates white women. But I mean, I don't think that was ever like completely founded. Um, That did kind of play into the whole Lori Harvey thing where a lot of people were speculating that it, you know, the whole relationship was a plant so people could see him with a black woman and those rumors could be dispelled because I think, I mean, you should be able to date who you want when you're young and black and in Hollywood, um, you know, especially a male. I think that the minute (laughs) the female black community starts to shun you because you have a white woman preference, I think that can start to hurt your career. So I wouldn't put it past his team and the media and all that to try to use the Lori Harvey thing to kind of get him, you know, off the snow bunny train if that's what he was on or would appear to be on. But that's the only mess I think he's been in. And again, it wasn't really confirmed. Um, So other than that, I think he's pretty keeps his nose pretty clean in the industry. And I think that, again, that goes a long way towards the longevity of his career so man I feel like I got a lot to say today I'm actually feeling a little lightheaded so I think (laughs) that is my cue to leave this right here um you guys can tweet me or hit me up on Instagram at vodka melanade it's the same for both I'm just interested do you guys like Michael B. Jordan did you see the um little riff that happened on the carpet this weekend i'd be interested to hear your thoughts until then i'm gonna leave you guys here and thanks for tuning in i'll check back with y'all next week peace 
Hey guys, if you made it this far, thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. From the bottom of my heart, I truly appreciate it. Now there's a new episode every Sunday, so be sure to come on back for another round of Vodka Melonade. Bye.